Hi, I'm Todd. And I'm Jen. And welcome to Wheel Nerds Corporate Training. That's right. Now that the Wheel Nerds is a corporation, we have to follow certain rules. Like laws. And the terms of our parole. And standard accounting practices, which we'll talk about when we generate some revenue. First up, we'd like to talk about codes of conduct. In particular, sexism in the workplace, Jen. Excellent conversation. Wheel Nerds is against overt sexism, and we only accept lazy institutionalized sexism. Gosh, I don't understand that because I'm a woman. Nice try, Jen. But that was a little too overt. Let's review what this means through the magic of roleplay. We'll start with overt sexism roleplaying. Ah, hi there. I don't think we've met before, but I've just been hired. Hi, Sweet Tooth. You know, I bet you get some more tips further along in this place if you wore something that showed a lot more thigh. Wow. Time to call HR. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's see how we could do this better. This is lazy institutionalized sexism role-playing. Hi there. I don't think we've met before. I've just been hired. Hi. Nice to meet you. So are you the new receptionist or filing clerk? You must have ridden in on the pink scooter in the parking lot. (laughs) As you can see, Chuck is acting like a total creep. He'll be fired almost immediately while I'll be promoted for subtly and lazily reinforcing unconscious stereotypes. Is that a hot chick still here? Either way, the glass ceiling stays intact. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we'd like to talk about funniness. Remember that we are a comedy podcast. If you have something to say and it isn't funny, take it to the pace. Corporate policy dictates that you record having done so as follows. Take that, the pace. Just like that. Finally, we'd like to talk about our giant robot policy because this is very important to us here at Wheel Nerds. When fighting with giant robots, it's important to maintain maximum drama. So when you're fighting your giant robot, corporate policy dictates that you get the stuffing beaten out of you using weak attacks for at least five minutes. Five minutes? Five minutes. After that, employees are free to use their laser swords, mega beams, or missile barrages as the situation dictates. This is very important information. Thank you very much, Todd. I'm here to help. You have to wear the really tiny sailor skirt thing when you do it. Todd? I don't think Creepy Chuck was paying attention to the sexism section. I don't think he was. But let's talk for a moment about diversity, because that's another very important thing to us here at Wheel Nerds. Speaking as a woman, wearing clothing that suggests a technical profession, Mm. diversity is very important to our company mission. How important? Let's ask. Hello, I'm a vaguely ethnic man in a suit. My presence in this video demonstrates your company's dedication to diversity in training videos. You'll never see me again. And that's it for the Wheel Nerds Corporate Training. I hope you've had fun and learned something tonight. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Jen. Ride safe, everyone. That's right, Chuck. We're a corporation now. Do I have to wear a tie? Nope. 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 Sometimes. Do I have to wear pants? Yes. God damn it. That that was definitely in the Articles of Incorporation. Mother... We didn't talk about it because it's assumed, but it's right after the giant robot clause. <laughs> but... Alright, well, I, I, I want to look at bikes. Okay, we'll look at some bikes instead. Okay. First up on our docket, we have an inadvisable trike because that's how we roll. It's a 1999 custom-built motorcycle's other Kawasaki Ninja 500 trike. Price lowered. Is this a thing now? Is this a trend? Is everyone doing this? You know what my favorite part about this one is that they've got these low-profile blingy rims on the back of this ninja. Wow. Wait a minute. Yes? Have you seen this somewhere before? It is vaguely familiar. Mm. It's kind of fancy. 
Yeah. It may have been pink at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh. Oh, my God. Chuck, I think I just figured it out. Uh-huh. Red Ninja Trike. It's Raptor Cat's love interest from the show. Of course. You'll never get away with this, Cavalier Trike. <laughs> Raptor Cat will save me. Wow. Yeah, so they appear it's, this appears to be the the it's like the opposite of Raptor Cat, you know, it's the the ATV back end with blingy rims uh-huh, uh-huh. on a ninja. And to their credit, they've shined it up really nicely. This pig has got lipstick all over it. It's, you know, it's it looks like it works. I have serious doubts about its handling qualities, quite honestly. Yeah. This is it's just so narrow in the back. Narrow trike equals fall over. <laughs> Especially a delta trike like this. Well, like, the tip-over lines are under your knees. Well... Which is a bad thing. It doesn't look like it's been over. <laughs> it probably hasn't gone much of anywhere. <laughs> Let's see. It's got 4,400 miles. Who knows how much of that was as a motorcycle. It's a one-of-a-kind tractable turds heads wherever you go. Ride smooth. Six forward gears. Two-foot reverse. <laughs> two-foot reverse? Meaning you put your feet down and push. <laughs> That's come standard on most bikes. Why even list that? <laughs> um, to show how clever he is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nothing else in this ad is clever. He he does that. <laughs> Least of he all, he can't even spell bidding. What he says? You want to? Everything functions on the bike. Look at the pictures and email with all questions before bid bidding. Bid bing. Bid bing. Bid bing. Bid bing. Bid bing. Well, you know, you get the bike all shined up like this with those rims. You're, you're bibbiting. Those are rims, all right. Those are bibbing rims. Mm-hmm. That's what those mm-hmm. are. We're, I mean, again, this is one of those trikes that looks like work was seriously put into it to make it look good. For some totally unknowable reason, <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, the thing that really kind of makes me shake my head a little bit about it is you get these blingy rims on the back. Yep. And you still have the, just this bone stock Ninja 500 front wheel. He ain't gotten that far yet. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to remember, Raptor Cat was canceled halfway through its second season. Oh, right. They didn't really have a chance to develop the character. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, you know. Budget problems. Red Ninja Trike was never really going to. And, you know, she was kind of a one-dimensional character anyway. I mean, basically, let's be honest. Red Ninja Trike's job was to run away not very fast from Cavalier. In a smooth, in a straight line. In a straight line and inevitably fall over when she tried to turn. And then Cavalier would catch her and take her to his secret lair, which was almost always. You ever notice that it always seemed like it was the same warehouse shot from different angles? Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. 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 And you never actually saw the warehouse blow up. You just saw... There was the warehouse, and then there was an explosion. explosion yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always noticed that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where on do you, Raptor Cat? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to figure, all those window panes he was crashing through, that costs money. Do you hear that? I don't know. It sounds like it's coming from outside. Raptor Cat! You know, my homeowner's insurance isn't isn't going to keep covering this. <laughs> Raptor Cat insurance is just more than most people can afford. i got to add that add that uh, rider to my insurance. <laughs> can I get the Raptor Cat rider? Why? Well, we make fun of the show. You should never make fun of the show. I mean, granted, it was a terrible show, and it's really... It's just... Hey, hang on. I, somebody's outside. i got to hang on. <laughs> Even insurance agents aren't... We've gone from a cheesy Safe. 80s action show to, like, a weird horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> this was what we can do when we re- reboot Raptor Cat for, you know, the new younger generation. Ooh, like we a new, it, like, grimmer, darker Raptor we Cat. We turn it into a horror movie. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Ooh, we got Michael Bay to direct. Explosions. God. It'll be great. No. It'll be great. No. 
Every time he goes through a plate glass window, the plate glass window will explode! Super slow motion. Fire in slow motion. It'll be great. And then Meg, what's-her-face, will show up somewhere. Megan Fox. We'll make a gajillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Next! Next. <laughs> Speaking of Raptor Cat cast members, <laughs> this is a 2003 CBR 600 RR. Now that doesn't sound very shocking. Well, there's one thing about it. It's Mad Max mode. No, no, you guys say Mad Max mode. Just walk away, Walk away. Oh God, they don't like this bike anymore. Leave the gas behind and walk away. <laughs> Did you know that in the near apocalyptic future, gasoline never goes bad? Wow, that's impressive. It just stays good forever in tanks. Just walk away. <laughs> Rusted can. Yeah, so this is, uh, as near as I can tell, somebody attached two mailboxes to either side of a CBR where the fairing used to be. and I think those are, are actual ammo cans. I, I think they might be ammo cans, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that they've made the choice to put them in the front. Up front, yeah. Because <laughs> um, there's guns hidden um, in them? Did he? Does is it me or does he look like he might have done up some uh, bondo on the gas tank? Uh, there's some distinctly bondo-y looks on the gas tank. Yes, <laughs> to give it that Mad Max look. Mad Max look, not to fix the ring down. <laughs> 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 and there's a 2003 CBR600RR, 12k miles, 165 gas tank fill-up. Goes about 160 miles on a tank, no speedo. This is a salvage bike with a t- Texas salvage title. Oh, well, there's your problem right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also like the fact that he's chosen a gas mask for the headlight. Uh-huh, that's, that's classic. Setup. Yeah. It would have been better if he had gotten, like, a steel hockey mask. That's that's all I'm going to say. That would be cool. That would yes, be, I have then you've got your bad backs. What does it say on the side? I don't know. I think that might just be the writing that was already on them. Tough ammo can thing. No, right here on the on the swing arm. On the swing arm? Yeah, there's letters. I don't Can't know. Make them out. I don't know what the devil it says. <laughs> but I'm sure it's tough and hardcore. This would be like a this would be a season finale. On, yeah, on Raptor Cat. The this Mad is like Max the bike. this is like the the ensemble Dark Horse character that shows up at the last minute to save him and then is gone as quickly as he appeared. Turns out to be Raptor Cat's long lost dead brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, canceled before that season. Came so tragic. Fifteen hundred bucks for a two thousand three salvage CBR. Mm, seems a little steep. Mm-hmm. Seems a lot steep. I think he dressed it up to to put that price on it. Could be. Could be he's he's the the chump who uh, who bought it bought it. <laughs> he's like, what have I done? That would explain why the gas gas tank looks like it's all bondoed because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there wasn't one. I've made I've made bad choices. <laughs> I need to get rid of this bike. They're not going to get rid of that bike. You ain't never having dinner again. Well, I was going to be I was going to be the second man in the needs a raptor cat. Baby needs powdered milk. What were you thinking? They can come in the ammo cans. Everyone in the trailer park's making fun of us. <laughs> now, Chuck, <laughs> not everyone who owns a CBR 600RR lives in a trailer park. You get that out right now, it's killing my petunias. Just the bonded ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's a Suzuki Hayabusa. Burr. Purple. Orange. Motorcycle. B-I-B-U-S-A, B-I-B-U-S-A, low mileage. And stretched. And stretched. Why? Because fur. Get the best ride for your money. This bike has a salvage title. 
<laughs> due to the insurance company totaling the mug to replace the fairings. With fur. <laughs> New front tire included. With fur. Most Hayabusa's at this price will have very high mileage. No fur. Get this bike now and be ready for springtime riding. And furring. <laughs> On the bright side, in springtime riding, this will probably be really pleasant. <laughs> you just snuggle up to the bike. Aww. Okay, here's the thing about a. My favorite part about this is the choice of furry colors. Mm-hmm. This color purple. Here's what you do with this bike at every single stoplight you pull up next to a car, you rev your engine a couple times when they roll their window down, you say, and then the light turns green and goes, and you stop down the street and go, <laughs> Every light without fail. It's like they skinned Grimace to do this bike. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> Children are going to cry. I mean, I guess if you have rashed up fairings, this is something you can. No one is going to steal this. <laughs> what What does your bike look like? A Muppet. <laughs> right, okay, but like which Muppet? A purple one. <laughs> My bike looks like Grover's bike. <laughs> Can you describe it any better? You'll know when you see it. Trust me. Just go look for it. Just go look for Grover's bike. You won't ask that question once you see it. Oh, Uh, man. Okay. Why? I just... Why? And, oh, God. It's not even... It's worse from behind. Oh, frozen. The fur's all, like, nasty. (laughs) It's all sweaty. (laughs) I mean, it's one thing to put fur on a bike, but you at least got to take care of it, you know? Well, you know, he's probably riding a thing wearing a a Corona tank top and shorts. Chuck, let's be honest. If you had one of these, we know that you wouldn't really ride it that much. You'd just go out and comb it and wash it. (laughs) Snuggle it. Style it and snuggle with it. I'm going to need a little privacy for the next 90 seconds. Chuck would be just sitting out there in the driveway. La, la, la. La, la, la. Your hair is so pretty, Hayabusa. Oh. Hey, if that was the case, if this was my bike, its hair would look much nicer than that. I I can't really argue with that. It would be... this, this has been literally rode hard and put away wet. Yeah. Yeah. You know. The... Notice that it has no back seat. <laughs> Something tells me that hasn't come up. The cover comes off. There's a seat. I promise it's orange. Mr. Duffelophagus says it's green. <laughs> uh, it looks like real care was put in to do this. Yeah, I mean, they took quite a bit of time to get the fur fitted to the bike and everything, <laughs> and then totally failed to wash and brush it. Uh-huh. I mean, come on. Really. You, uh, so, you, okay, this is what happened. The guy got this bike. It's a yep. salvage bike. Mm-hmm. Fairings are gone. Oh, I think they're there. They're just rashed all to hell. Okay, I was going. I, I was. I was going to say he, he got like some shitty fairings that he put on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he didn't want to spring for a paint job. Yeah, yeah. I think that's clear. And his daughter craft project was done. Mm, mm. She had a lot of fur left over. A lot of fur. Except there's one problem with that, Chuck. Hmm? In order for that to be true, the person who built this bike would have to reproduce. And I just don't see that happening. Is this in Texas? They're totally reproducing it. Mm, not the person who built this bike. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the person who built this bike is an evolutionary dead end. <laughs> I'm calling that now. Everyone finds someone to reproduce with in America. Somewhere there's someone riding around on a pink fuzzy bike. Wow. This is also, this could also be on an episode of Raptor Cat. Yeah, I guess you're probably right. It could be, you know what it could be? It could be the very special episode. <laughs> you know, the one where you like learn an important lesson about, about like um, acceptance of others. <laughs> and, you know, even, even though the bike is furry, 
that's no reason to treat it badly. Right, right, right. You know? <laughs> no, it's the perfect reason to treat it. For Mike, I'm sorry I made fun of you. It's okay, Dr. Cat. I forgive you. You know, instead of being a special needs bike, this might just be the furry of the bike world. Mm. This, this is what happens when a furry yep. gets a motorcycle. This, the owner of this bike is a furry. Wow. You know, it's not really actually hard to uh, to imagine somebody wearing a fox suit and a thong riding this thing, is it? That's why you have the leftover material, too. That's why all the fur is all matted down around the seat. It's a furry oh. bike. Oh, what do you think's in that fur? No, one of oh, no. God, go to the next one. <laughs> go to the next one. It's a Suzuki, a 1974 Suzuki 400 in mint condition. 1964 Suzuki 400, 8,000 miles honor. Original everything, mint condition. P. I, I don't really need to right now, but I, I, that's just how they signed it. P. Uh huh. This looks vaguely familiar. Yeah, you know, it's it's obviously a Suzuki 400. I have a question. Yes. If it's a Suzuki 400, yeah. why does the gas tank say Kawasaki? Uh, it, it, uh, hmm. You know, something else I've just noticed. The engine casing says Kawasaki too, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it that, does. That, that says Kawasaki on it. Uh-huh. Maybe he uh, had a Suzuki and he replaced the gas tank. Everything? The, <laughs> the Kawasaki gas tank and the... Motor? Motor housing? That's a UJM. They all look alike. (laughs) Come on. I mean, this this isn't even the cool UJMs. These are like the the ratbag twin UJMs that were like, we want to be British. We can't. Okay, other than this. We can't even be Suzuki properly. Other than this seller being racist. Mm -hmm. Clearly, this looks just like a bike we saw recently. You know. It does, actually. That uh, Apart from this is a Suzuki. That uh, Suzuki was trying to sell brand new. Uh, Kawasaki might have been trying to sell one. Was it Kawasaki? Yeah, I think Kawasaki was selling a 400 brand new. Maybe it was Yamaha. Who can tell? Oh, it might have been Yamaha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looked just like they this, They wanted, too. like, five grand for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy wants, you know, 1750 for his alleged Suzuki. And it's got 8,000 miles on it. Yes, which means you know that the carbs have no gunk in them at all. It's a noted fact that 40-year-old bikes uh, with, you know, 8,000 miles on, let me think, that's... um. 500 miles per year? Mm-hmm. Am I doing that math right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it didn't sit or anything. Gasoline never goes bad, Bob. No, no. Gasoline never goes bad in the post-apocalyptic future. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this bike is from the past. You got me. Oklahoma. Game, set, <laughs> match. Original everything mint condition. Hey, Jen. Yeah? Have you seen Todd's new bike? Todd got a new bike? The Hoverstrom. <laughs> Wait. That infers it hovers. Well, technically speaking, it is um, uh, staying off of the ground without the help of wheels. It's suspended. That's not the same thing as hovering. It's totally the same thing It as looks hovering. like it's hovering. It looks completely like it's hovering in the picture. Wait, no, no. What <laughs> What Facebook says about your bike is not the same as reality about your bike. <laughs> yeah, so let me, let me tell you about the Strom and the Strom's running gear. So on my trip to Durango, apparently a few things went from merely kind of old to totally stuffed. <laughs> Sounds like a great ride, Doug. Uh, yeah, it was a good ride. So things like both tires, totally stuffed on the wear bars, running down the wear bars. Neat. Is that a problem? Yes, that is okay, a bad thing. Just yeah. checking. So I'm I take, only a girl. I take, the wear bars are there for a reason. <laughs> They're to tell you, hey, stupid, get some new tires. <laughs> Which, you know, I was reading them and I was like, hey, stupid, get... Uh, oh, oh. 
So I took the wheels. They in. actually literally say that it's the weirdest. It's thing. very handy because <laughs> I know a lot of writers that need it spelled out for them like that. Mm, one. one time, one time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sake. So I take I take the wheels in and I get the call like 20 minutes later. I'm in the park with my daughter. We're chasing ducks. I get the call and they're like, um, so your wheel bearings are bad. I'm like, well, <laughs> how bad? Like playing them? He's like, they kind of sound like grinding. That's not the same thing. I was play. like, that's that's quite bad. They don't sound like they're so much as bearing, bearing as they are dragging. <laughs> yeah. So I was on the hook for those, and then of course I discovered, you know, that the, I've been leaking oil from the forks. So both of the, the fork seals are shot. Nice. Mm. The good news is, is I talked to my wife, who's a wonderful woman, and I said, okay, I need to get new fork seals in the forks. She's like, are these the forks you've been talking about rebuilding with better springs all this time? I said, well, yeah, but I don't want to spend the money right now. And she looks at me. She doesn't quite leap up and grab my lapels and pull my face down, but. The sense is there, and she says, buy the springs and put them in, and never speak of those forks again. She's a good woman. <laughs> How often do you talk about these forks? <laughs> uh, more than I thought. <laughs> Todd's asleep at night. Yeah, forks. Without the forks, everything will fail. If only I had new shiny forks. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know, but apparently it was enough that she was annoyed by it. So apparently what you do is you annoy the hell out of your wife long enough to let you get new toys. You know, I was thinking about that because when you are a bike rider and you have a spouse and you want stuff, what's the best way to actually convince them to let you get it? Show me your boobs. That was never <laughs> worked for me once. <laughs> there was a moment. And I've tried. So yeah, so once I actually get the whole stupid thing back together, and of course, of all the bolts and all the pieces I have to take apart on this, would you care to guess which ones are the ones that give me trouble? Is it the big bolts that hold the forks in? No. Is it the fork caps that people say sometimes get stuck? No, no, those are easy. Axle bolts? No, no, come right out. No problem. Brake bolts? Easy peasy. No. Two fucking six millimeter fender bolts. The fenders? The fenders? The fender bolts. <laughs> six millimeter fender bolts. Well, they are. I don't know what they were in there with. I don't know what Suzuki put these things in with, but it was like Dremel and impact driver time to get tiny six millimeter bolts. Really? Out. You dremeled them out? I dremeled across them to get the, you know, you dremel a slit oh, okay. across yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you put the big fucker impact driver in and just wail on it until yeah, it comes yeah. out. Wow. I was like, really? These are the bolts that I am fighting now? You realize that you are the biggest shade tree mechanic geek on the planet. Come on. Everybody who's worked on engines for any length of time knows that the, there's, there's, there's this, this progression you go through when you find the bolt that won't move or that rounds off. You start with, why do I do this? <laughs> and you end up with Dremel tools. And yeah, it ends with Dremel tools, and then you move on to you know like the making guesses about the family, you know, and upbringing of the person who chose those bolts for that <laughs> position, or perhaps put the Loctite on them. The wrong Loctite. Yeah. <laughs> Any Loctite on a non-load bearing bolt? Because <laughs> they put the colorblind guy on the <sighs> on the assembly line that day. <sighs> You know, you could put it. You could you could have put copper anti-seize on them and put them on real tight and been fine. But no. But no. That costs money. Okay, Friggin' Loctite. Is a fender really important? Because you could have just you know, and it would have been gone. Well, the problem is then rocks and water and crap would hit my. Oh, that's right. And that's expensive. You actually ride in all weather. That's mad expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't have a beak, you see, so I need a fender. I just didn't know that. Ooh, we should get you a beak. I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I just didn't know that Some hover bikes, because if they hover, do they still kick that up? 
You mm, said even more. Yeah, hover it just goes up in all directions. You need right? hover fenders, <laughs> hover skirts. They look like uh, they're skirts. They go really well with the fuzzy bike. They make Todd feel pretty. It looks like Rover. <laughs> I can't believe you just sang about fenders. That was awesome. Not about fenders, not like that. I see about fenders all the time, and apparently about forks. <laughs> forks. If only I had forks. <laughs> so what, what's the state of the strum right now? It's it's <laughs> it's on a lift. <laughs> with so your not wife, attached forks. Is your wife giving you rides? Is that what she's giving me rides to work? Yes. <laughs> and do you stand outside of the office in the afternoon waiting for your mom to pick you up? Pretty much. I'm that guy <laughs> standing there with a lunch bag, like okay, here soon. <laughs> You're just jealous because people will actually pick him up. Todd, do you need a ride? Hey, if I want to get picked up at any time, I just call the police and tell them where I am. (laughs) (laughs) This story checks out. (laughs) The weird thing is they tell his mic, too. It's It's really full service operation. Yeah, they bring it home. Well, they'll bring it places. Um, This wouldn't be a problem for you if only you had something higher tech. Something both high-tech and cool. Something both high-tech and cool and attractive to target market gen, I'm sure. Mm, oh, oh, target market gen? What are we going to talk about? An electric Harley. Oh, that's not my target market. <laughs> yeah. You lost me at Harley. I'm sorry. I'm it sorry, Harley riders. It does look like a Harley. Oh, it looks like, no, it kind of looks, you know what it looks like? It looks like a zero jumped over the fence and ran up to somebody's prize, like, show V-Rod and was like... <laughs> Humping wildly away. You know what I was thinking? And they had a baby. And they had a baby. I saw it and I was thinking, somebody saw the Diablo at the Ducati dealership and liked it. Yeah, in (laughs) fairness, the more I look at the Diablo and the V-Rod, the more there's a certain, it owes a few things. Mm -hmm. Are you telling me it looks like a Ducati? It doesn't look like a Harley. It looks like a bike for people who are under the age of 50 and don't wear leather. Well, Mm -hmm. that's not the Harley tribe. That is not the heart. It doesn't. It, it, yeah. it doesn't make noise. Oh, that's totally not well, the heart. What are they thinking? I, I, well, are they going to be able to sell it? There's all sorts of things going around about. Oh, will they? How will they make it make the Harley noise? And that just goes back to maybe they'll have a noisemaker. And if there's a noisemaker, you can hack it. And there's only one thing you could hack a bike noisemaker to do. Yeah. The Harley guys have said, or the Harley executive, corporate, who are demoing this bike, they're saying it's just going to make this sort of jet noise. Like a jet noise. A jet noise. (laughs) Wait a minute. It whines. It's not the Harley noise. It's a jet noise. It's a new noise, that's though. That's fake. Yeah, that they'll trademark. Except except you had the zero going by you repeatedly at shows, and it made no noise it at all. It made no noise at all. The guy yeah. was, like, sneaking up behind you and taking your wallet. Yeah, the, the zero makes as much noise as Todd walking. That's mildly disturbing. It, it's really weird when it comes up to you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the zero makes no noise. This thing makes sort of a whine. They, they, they're... Because they're saying the Harley Harley acknowledges that the the noise is important. Just this one won't make a potato noise. <laughs> so I, you know, what do you think they're going to do? Are they going to put like those, you know, those little whistles you got when you're kids? They go, they can like just mount two to the sides of the fender. You think? Oh, dude, that'd be awesome! And like the sound that <laughs> the cards used to make when yeah, you would stick them in the wheel. Yeah, I think they're just going to put plastic cards in, yeah. in the, for the spokes. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah So anyway, this thing's people have ever seen it. It's, it they're mm-hmm. saying it's only going to have a, a range of thirty to fifty miles, depending on how you ride it. Yeah, that's pretty horrible. Um, zero to sixteen, four seconds. Yeah, good, okay, that would follow. Pretty good torque. Pretty uh, good. Yeah, what right we, there, instant torque. Seventy-four horsepower and fifty-two foot-pounds of torque. That's a little disappointing, actually. Wait a minute, electric motor. But the top speed's governed. Yes. So. 
Where's the fun in that? If you're going to have a fast bike, don't... Okay. Oh, my God. I came up with a new noise it needs to make. Mm-hmm. That would go with the jet noise. Which is? I can see that. I could... I, I could this is... I almost want an electric bike just so I could make it big noises. <laughs> <laughs> there, this thing's touring the country. They're, they're, they're <laughs> thirty to fifty miles at a time. <laughs> no, no, it's in a truck. Eee. It's a Harley. It's riding the country in a truck in its natural habitat <laughs> on a trailer with a governed top speed. They're, they're taking it to dealerships. Well, in fairness, too. most Harleys have a governed top speed. What? Why would you do that to a bike? Okay, and, and I know, Mister Safety. That riding really, really fast is not a good idea. But sometimes, if you have a bike that goes really, really fast, you want to see. Well, Harley governs the top speed with a thing called physics. What is this physics thing you're speaking of? Well, let's just say it sucks on a Harley. <laughs> <laughs> it's all against you. So they're, they're touring this all around for the rest of the year for people to see. And they're mm-hmm. going to... So, so what do we think? I got it. You know what this smells like? This, this smells like Buell all over again without all of the unique charm of Buell. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm not convinced they'll actually do anything with it. Yeah, to you think they're just, just like... This feels like you know, back in the 80s when Chrysler or Ford would trot out the car of the future and it's electric. <laughs> oh, yeah. and everyone will be riding one in 15, 20 years. This we, we don't make it. Like... It's the Jetsons car noise now. Right. And then it never goes anywhere. <laughs> nothing happens. But if they have the electric bike, they can say, oh, look, we care about the environment. We're trying. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? I can't hear you over the one guy in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) A friend of mine was actually complaining about them. He was at the Telluride Bluegrass Festival. Apparently there was one dude, one single dude with straight pipes on his Harley who made it basically impossible to hear the band at one point. Nice. Now, in fairness, Sean, Sean also comes from the world of Valkyrie where if he can walk away from any Harley ever made and his bike sounds like <laughs> so he's a delicate flower um, something like that oh. cool little side note about this live wire thing mm-hmm. the new Viz guys that we had on uh, Ooh, neat. the helmet HUD people mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be showing off their thing with, along with the tour so they're going to be saying hey, fits on a certain level yeah Although if you use it with the bike, won't it run the batteries? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it has, it'll have the bike battery meter in the display. <laughs> How long do you think until people start like dismantling headlights on things like this and all kinds of other stuff? About thirty miles. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> thirty miles. Fuck the headlight. <laughs> <laughs> this will not stand. <laughs> headlights, brake lights. That headlight. That's like ten miles right there. Horn. <laughs> Do I really need a HUD? No, I don't care where I am. I, I want to keep with this guy, but but I don't think I can afford it. You have nine bolt tape to the back of his helmet. <laughs> Turning off the sound now. Oh. Me? Oh God, that's right. The sound, unless unless it's like a little whistle on the side, dude, or the wheel spinning. It's gonna the run sound out of is eating electricity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's why the zero is silent. <laughs> oh, if it man. comes close by, we should go check it out. Oh, absolutely! Just, Are you kidding me? Totally. I would rather go look at a really odd bike than yeah. yeah. Let's have the fun as we can ride it and make impressions. <laughs> you you have to see it, Jed. Really? Oh, yeah. you have pictures? It it is truly a. Are they? Are they safe for work pictures? No, it's my house. <laughs> Why would they be? Because you're now corporate. So it looks kind of like a sportster with like a weird, like pseudo futuristic metal hmm. piece on the bottom. And why is it assless? 
because assless is what the kids are doing. It looks cool to me. Uh, I like it. Eh, it's all right. I mean, I, it's. I oh. dig the way the rear fender looks. I don't know. That appeals to me. The ass cut off? Or no, the no, the, the, the fender. The hugger fender down No, that's down. nice. I like that. Yeah. But it doesn't really make up for the... It, it just doesn't feel balanced to me. I actually suspect it's really well balanced. No, I mean visually. I'm talking like from a graphic design oh, perspective. Oh, oh. Or as we like to call it, the Harley perspective. Where's the, where's the bitch going to sit? Jack, do you, really? do you know how many miles that costs? It's, it's a Harley. Do you have any idea how far you can get with a passenger on this thing? I'll like 15 miles tops, and that's if she pushes. I'll bet it depends on how big she is. Now, we're being a little sexist because it could be a large man on the back. Yep. Well, if it were my bike, it would be. It could be Todd on the back. It wouldn't be Todd on the back. Yeah, I want to ride my bike. <laughs> Look at scream. It's, <laughs> it's got a tablet for a dash. Yeah, that makes sense. It's it very, takes electricity. It's, it's high tech. It's well, that's that right on. <laughs> the Speedo. The Speedo is, oh my God, it's got five bars lit up on the Speedo. And there goes your mileage. <laughs> Just, you, you're like, you're constantly riding so you never have an eight on the Speedo. Does uh, it have a stereo built in? Because that's going to take it down. Suddenly you're at no, five miles. No, <laughs> don't use ride. the blinkers. It'll have a little trailer with a bunch of car batteries stacked in it. <laughs> Comes with the trailer. For the, as all Harleys were meant to since the dawn of time. For the stereo. Area. Oh, just ride it in the trailer. They that's part of the display. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. They've got it. You know how they they've got the the Harley for women, the women thing. The yes, the Harley wants women to ride their stuff because they realized, oh my god, half the population could spend money on our bike and we haven't been asking them to yet. Is it that one? Well, yes. So if you go to a Harley static display, there will be an, a bike anchored to a dyno or just wheels, and you can get on it and and ride the bike and they'll have a fan blowing air at the engine to keep it from exploding and you can get your picture taken and put it on Facebook and be like oh yeah. I rode a Harley yeah. I rode a Harley they've got one of the live wires hooked up to one are they pink? no <gasps> well they're obviously marketing very hard how could they? they possibly be marketing to women if, if they don't have pink <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I, this is that subtle sexism we were doing. Right? Mm, mm. I see you've learned. I, I applaud the more electric bikes. This one, honestly, in the world of electric bikes, sounds like a dog. Yeah. I, it, to me, it just seems like a marketing thing. Yeah. I, I think you're right. It's I think we're never going to see this out anywhere. Yeah. Or there'll be, you know, five of them. Zero, I think Zero would just... I think Zero is probably looking at this and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the guy we had on the show who was building his own with car batteries <laughs> ZZR frame is laughing his butt off at these people. Clearly. But the sound. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different topic. Have you seen the, the story coming out of Canada with that girl who was just found guilty of like vehicular homicide? So she was driving on the interstate in Canada. She's in the fast fast lane, sees baby ducks. Stops her car. Doesn't pull over. Stops her car. Gets out to gather the ducks. On the freeway. On the freeway. Gets out, gather to gather the baby ducks, and a motorcyclist with his daughter, teenage daughter on the back, plows into her. Kills them both. Damn. Yeah. Stops on on, right in the middle of the road, doesn't turn on their hazard lights, just is like, ducks! Wow, there's there's a, a wealth of bad decision making. Going she's on facing there. life in prison because she's been okay. Found the duck girl. The duck girl is facing life in prison over this. Wow. Well, uh, she killed two people. Yeah. Due to insane stupidity. Yeah. Ducks. 
I'm not sure I trust ducks. her to walk down the street. They're like, her sto- she saw the baby ducks. She didn't see a mother. She had to rescue them. All right. Mm. So why did you start with, did you hear about the Canadians? They live in Canada. What do you want? <laughs> That's all right. We have bad stuff here in the States, too. Oh, yeah, we have really stupid people here in the States, but... Yes. Yes, yes. but we're much better at making fun of other people than most if, other people. If it helps, I learned of this because of a Canadian. Well, we so should bad. be American. We should make fun of Canada, and we should drink some corn liquor. <laughs> I'm all about the corn liquor. Mm-hmm. You're, you're Tell drinking. me about this corn liquor. <laughs> One of our listeners sent us this corn liquor. Do you remember who sent it to us, Jack? I don't. Oh. I don't. We'll thank you in the show notes. Well... Because we've had corn liquor and can't we, remember we, shit. We, we, we thanked him when he sent it to us. It's, it's, the, it's the corn liquor that came with the pipe. It's the corn liquor that's described as having chewy sweetness. I could believe that. It does have chewy, chewy. sweetness. Wait, let me try it again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. <laughs> that's all about the chewy sweetness. Chewy sweetness. Mm. But yeah. Would you like some? Yeah, give me that. Okay. And... <laughs> yes, I like the little fire breath it gives you at the end. <laughs> That's smooth. <laughs> yes. Chuck's, Chuck's Alabama jeans are jumping in to save him now. Oh, you know what? My cousin's at the Grand Canyon right now on his mm-hmm. uh, Goldwing. Oh, cool. He keeps like, well, why don't you jump on your bike? Come on down. Meet me up. And what do you say? I was like, yeah, you know, if I take the Euro, you know, I have to find someone to watch my dog, or I'll, I'll take the Euro and put Bella in it. But it only goes about 60, 65. Shoot the damn dog. Come on down. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, shoot the damn dog. I'm not making that up. He yeah, said, uh-huh. shoot the damn dog. I, 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 and you're not down for about that? Your family. I, I want to shoot my damn oh, dog. Oh, sorry. I forgot you like your dog. I like mm-hmm. my dog. I think dogs are awesome. If I want to shoot the damn dog, I'll call the cops. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> and that goes out to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Where cops shot the dog because it was in a yard. Barking. Barking. Well, it could have been part of the problem. I'm not, I don't even know what the... Yeah. The cop was pursuing a missing kid who turned out to be at home. And um, there was a dog in a yard somewhere not at the child's house barking. And, and they thought the dog had kidnapped the child? No, I the, the cop no went idea. into the backyard because he decided to search it. And the dog barked. Because the people weren't home. Mm. So clearly, you know, a backyard with a dog barking, that's where the three-year-old has to be. Makes a certain amount of sense. I'd have shot the dog, too. Hey, I I have two teen gens. I don't want to destroy that with the dog-hating thing. Well, they'll really hate you after we send that drone after you. <laughs> Charlie sent us another Kickstarter for Chuck. Nice. Uh, this one doesn't really do it for me. It's a little creepy. It, it oh. is a little creepy. So this, these are the uh, automatic drones that you can kickstart that follow you along with your motorcycle. So you can be... You can It'll follow you up to like crew. 50, 60 miles an hour. Because of why? Why yeah. do you want... Is, do so they have a GoPro s- on the drone? Yeah, yeah that's the whole oh. point. No, it's got a gun. I would, you didn't tell me <laughs> the whole story. <laughs> what you want, you better run it? <laughs> These drones are awesome. Stop, stop, stop. This was a horrible idea. <laughs> ow, ow. But, but think of the GoPro. I know, that, 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 well, that's the thing, and that's what they're advertising. Look at this cool footage you can get kind of thing. Right? What they don't show is like you go in a corner and it hits a tree and falls over and costs you $700. But <laughs> look at this cool GoPro if you don't have any friends or people to possibly follow you with a camera. But if you do cool things with a GoPro, wait, you could get friends, right? Imagine how the cool porn you can make with that thing. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> Helicopter porn? <laughs> yeah, Motorcycle porn? Circling. I'm trying to figure out how... You, 
What kind I, of porn do you need a GoPro just, for? You just have to follow him. Yeah, if it's following, you know. I just, uh, you know. I'm just imagining a drone following Chuck into bars. Hey, That's how's it going? Is that your drone? <laughs> no. Nah, you're... <laughs> Are you filming this? No. Weren't there 80s sci-fi movies about this? There might have been. You see that kid that got his ass kicked by the lady because he had a drone camera thing? What? No. Oh, man. And he and the drone filmed it. <laughs> it was on the ground. He was like adjusting it. She's like, "You're a pervert," because he's at a beach. You're a pervert. You got. I'm gonna, you know, kick your ass. But you know, I'm I'm calling. And she got on the phone. She calls the cops. This guy's here. He's a pervert. Blah blah blah. She hangs up the phone. Starts wailing on the kid. <laughs> he's a teenage kid. She's you know like mid twenties. Never mind. There's a drone camera hovering over. Wait 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 wait. He's a teenage kid and she's mid twenties and he couldn't do anything about it. Come on. Well, he's got the camera on, so he didn't do it. Oh, he's like, please stop, please stop, stop, please stop. So he just took it. He took it. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Well, he was he, he was kind of a nerdy little kid, you know. I'd like to know just how much YouTube do you watch every night? Wait, YouTube? Oh, <laughs> never mind. So, so the automatic drone doesn't do anything for you. I'm. It, it doesn't. This might be the first Kickstarter ever that doesn't. I just, it's such a limited use. Because I'm not, if I was stunt riding, like doing jump, any mm-hmm. kind of trail riding, anything like that. True. Yeah. But even just, you know, regular travel riding, how much footage do you need of that? It's true. Here's me going through corners at a sane and safe speed that challenges me. I mean, just, you know, get the bike, set up the camera, go through the corner, mm-hmm. pick mm-hmm. up the camera. No, I need a drone. It bothers me <laughs> because I'm so cool. <laughs> How many videos? You, I like oh the god! Drone. You know what this is going to lead to? This is going to lead to even more of those awful GoPro videos of like Bob and Doug go around the Schmuckleberg State Park. Exactly. And they play like some lame-o music, and then it's like GoPro from like Bob and Doug's freaking Harley that never turns or tilts over. I mean, at least the one I got of us riding has us going around corners at the posted limit a few times <laughs> and getting lost, and you know things that are interesting to watch to a degree. Uh, yeah. You could have laid the bike down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Jen's demanding action. Right? Now, Come on, fucker! Look, Mayhem! You're making me question my decision to buy a very expensive GoPro for my son who's going snowboarding next week. He's going to try oh, I'm sure he'll get, you know, he'll get something. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, do you trip want to the hospital? Then? Right? I'm hoping it's not a trip to the hospital. Do you want oh, to I have to do for... a really good thing with hey, guys, the GoPro! Watch this! Watch this. Wait, Will hold my beer. Use GoPro? I already bought one. Oh, you already bought it? Uh, I just need to replace my case because the tomahawk hit it. The tomahawk? You make bad decisions. It's on YouTube. Look up Indestructible <laughs> GoPro. That's Todd of the Wheel Nerds throwing a tomahawk and hitting a GoPro. Is it a Hero 3? No, it's the second gen one. Yeah. See, I, I only got the That's the, the mistake I made. Gen. I bought the Hero 3. I've got the first gen Way one. to spend a lot of money. I know. They, gonna get but my up. kids go, please, Mom. And I say, okay. And I've got to stop doing that. Jen, yes. what will you say when your kids say, please, Mom, can I have a drone that follows me? Okay. <laughs> wait, no, no, wait. Like, <laughs> Let's try again. I need a mulligan. Okay. I, I'm, I'm more disturbed by how sexy she said it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> that, that's right. what's weirding me out. Hey, I can't help it. I'm just drawn this way. <laughs> but Come those on. are your kids, Jessica Rabbit. You didn't get my Jessica I Rabbit. I did, but the, she wasn't talking to her kids. 
Well, this got awkward fast, didn't it? <laughs> That's really disturbing. Please, God, don't ever let my kids listen to this episode of The Wheel Nerds. Who let Jen have corn liquor? Hey! She did. Um, I, mm. She did her mom voice and said <laughs> she wanted You to. put that corn liquor down right oh, now. Do I have a mom voice or do I have a sexy voice? You've got to make up your You've mind. got both. But when you talked to me, you did the mom voice. When you... To mind talking to your kid, you did the sexy voice. <laughs> what I meant was... I'm really confused. Somebody asked me for something, and I said, yes, okay. I wasn't meaning I was talking to could. my kids. Jen, for all the parents of teenagers in the audience, let's run through this role-playing one more time. Okay. Mom, can I have a drone that follows me around while I do action-packed things and I'm sure to hurt myself? No, go do your homework. Better. Better. <laughs> let's try again. Mom, can I have an electric no, trolley no. that goes 50 miles an hour? No. Go do your homework. Oh, wait. And clean the bathroom. Hmm. Solid. Right? Mom, can I have a speed triple? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Busted. I, I have mixed feelings. <laughs> and that's all we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. I'm confused. <laughs> and I'm Jen. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. If you listen to us on iTunes, please write a review for us so that we can get some more exposure and hits. Thanks. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.